The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Welcome, everyone, back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Duggan. Hey, guys. And let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. This intro is as miserable as that football game was. F***ing football game. Oh, a f***ing disaster of a Sunday. F***ing spin, why don't you? <laughs> All right, gang. Well... That was just a bad game, everybody. That was just so bad. But hey, we're here to talk about it. <laughs> we're here to get through it together. We've got each other's backs. We can been say treading this all day. Yeah, I've actually been, been looking. I've been looking forward to this because I've been like sitting in my own thoughts for a day and a half, That's pretty much. True, yeah, and I need to like get like talk to you guys about this because I'm pissed yeah. off. Well, we'll be pissed off together, folks. We've got uh, the game to look at, um, and because. It's just been that kind of a game, folks. We've just got an Ask Bolt fan because it's going to be chunky. It's going to be long. And our boy Kevin is... Well, where are you right now, Kevin? I'm in Orlando. I'm uh, here on vacation with the family for a little... Hurricane hunting. Yeah, so we got here <laughs> and um, an imp- you know impending hurricane. And that's the least of my worries right now. Because this this char- the Chargers are... The hurricane stress- that hit the Chargers. Yeah, like honestly, it's not even. I'm not even thinking about this hurricane. We got down here and like, oh wow, that's coming. So, and also the, you know, I, I don't know. It is what it is. I'm. I haven't had time to think about it because I've been so stressed out about this team. Well, I hope you've been casting some spells that have helped you. You know, yeah. some, blowing some extra fart spells in other people's faces. And, always, always. Yeah, getting some other people wet. Um. All right, gang. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles Chargers SoFi Stadium. Jaguars just just beat the hell out of us, thirty eight to ten. There's no other way to slice it. Um, you know, for at least in the second quarter, it felt still attainable. Yeah. By the second quarter, we were still in it, but by the third quarter and certainly by the fourth quarter, it was just there was no there was just no way there was no way to get back into it. 
It's just those, um, honestly, the, the, I went back and watched some of it again. Like, it's just the turnovers, man. Like, the defense was playing good in, in the beginning. They really were. We were just the offense. Yeah. The offense put them in positions where, like, there's, there's a, it's a no win situation. Like, the Jaguars getting the ball on our, you know, 20 yard line. Like, what do you expect to happen from that? So that kept happening over and over and over and over and over again. You know, what do you expect them to do? Yeah. I, I would say, defense was playing great at the beginning because they were getting to goal line situations and they were keeping them out. They were forcing them to kick the field goals, which was really impressive. And it's just the offense couldn't seem to get the ball going. It made the defense have to be out there a lot longer than they should have been. Um, obviously like what, got gassed. And why though? Like why was the offense? Why did we have absolutely nothing? I, I I'm trying to wrap my head around how they just on a, a normal week, we had 10 days to prepare for this team. They didn't right. come out yeah. and do something that you didn't know was coming. The only thing I can think of is that our our team, our coaches didn't know if it was going to be Herbert or Chase Daniels. Like That's the only out that I, I can think of as to why the plan was so poor. It's yeah. like usually you have your first 10 or 15 plays scripted. And they usually go great because you have it. You've been working on that all week. You know what you're going to see. Your scripted plays always do well. And that's what we've seen the first, at least the first two weeks of this season. It's our scripted plays to start the game have been fire, like moving the ball at will. God, we had absolutely nothing from the start. Just no juice at all. You have 10 days off and the guys are just, they don't, it did not seem like anyone wanted to be there today on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. It, it, there was it was questionable. We were seeing tweets that it was Chase Daniel that was going to be the guy. We were seeing Chase Daniel was being announced as the starter. So it was like, okay, it's Chase Daniel's game. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, it's Herbert's going to be the starter. It's like, well, wait a minute. What are we doing? Like, are, are, who's who's it going to be? And it ends up being Herbert. Um, I don't know if that had any play in as far as like like what you're talking about, Kyle. As far as like they didn't know who was going to start, so what are we scripted for? What are we ready but for? Then you just default back to what we've been doing, right? All off season in the first two weeks. That's that should be the easy shift back. And it's like I, I I know that Justin was hurt, and I know that they didn't want him to get hit, but that's always the case. You never want your quarterback to get hit. That's what you're always planning for, right? And it's and it's like he didn't he that one ball that he threw back across the field, 50 yards down the field to start the second half, that your ribs are fine. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. feeling it. If he could make that kind of a throw with the, like, rotation that he had to to get behind that throw, his ribs are not... We cannot blame that game on Justin Herbert's ribs. Yeah. We were not prepared. I, I've been a part of games where I was outcoached, and I've been a part of games where I outcoached the team. That's just what it felt like. It felt like we had no chance from the get. Because we just weren't prepared. That, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I hate critiquing coaches, and I'm definitely not on the fire Staley wagon. Um, that's just ridiculous. Shut up. I'm sorry, but we're not going to fire Brandon Staley right now. Um, it, I just. It. We were not prepared. That was a bad game. He had yeah. a bad game coaching. Justin Herbert has had bad games. None of us are calling for his head. Right. You know, it's like Derwin James has had bad games. None of like Joey Bosa. He gets hurt. We're not like cut him. This was this was a bad bad coaching experience, and the thing that everyone wants to knock Staley on is his lack of experience. Hundred percent true. This yeah. is his first time ever being a head coach. He's gonna have duds. Let's get those duds out of the way. All we can do now is look for him to improve upon it and not repeat that dud. I, I understand the frustration. I'm frustrated. 
You should never be out-coached yeah. like that in the NFL. You're getting paid a lot of money to be a good coach. Um, but that's all we can do is be like, okay, you got out-coached. Don't let it happen again. Yeah. The guy want the guys want a Super Bowl on the other sideline. That's not a that's not a joke of a an organization anymore. Right. Yeah, he took that team and clearly turned them around from what they were last season and they have yeah. seriously improved. Um well, I mean, what what more can you say about the game? Um looking at uh the aftermath of the game, apparently the players uh called a team meeting post game. Uh this is from Jeff Miller over at the LA Times said the Chargers staged a player-led meeting in the aftermath of their fourth or their four touchdown loss. The gathering was called by defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day, who is in his first season with the Chargers, but is a team captain. Uh, that's the way you want it to be, especially after a game like that, Coach Brandon Staley said. All that needs to be said needs to come from them. That's the way good teams are. There's a lot of pride in that room. We've got a lot of the right guys to be coaching. We've got a group that's still coming together. That was just one game in the NFL. Asked whether he was concerned that it was a team newcomer who called the meeting, Staley said, if it wouldn't have been him, it would have been someone else. It's not just him, but that's the way you want your teams to be. So it's, I don't know. Whenever I hear that, that's like, I don't know. That stresses me out, honestly, that it's like, I don't know the player meeting where they have it has to be called, and they have to like get in there and hold each other accountable. It's like what the fuck? how bad well, what, was this game? Honestly, what, what would you rather them? Would you rather them not do that? And no, just no, like, oh, I'm glad. Give a shit. It's done. I'm glad. No, no, I'm glad they did it, but it stresses yeah. me out. It's yeah. it, it it because it calls attention to itself in terms of of that well, and and it, needing that you know what i mean you don't ever want that you don't ever want to need that and that's we went from playing good football the first two weeks to week three we need to call players meeting like that, that sucks and it here's the one the the one thing though that i will take from that is the players haven't turned on the coaches right, right? you have a h tough loss on thursday you come around and get smoked by a, a mediocre team on Sunday, and the Jags are good, but they're not elite. They're not, not a top, of the top to Super 10. Bowl contender. No fucking way. Touchdowns. Now, if a team turns on their coaches, they're not having team meetings. They're having, all right, shut up, let's leave. You know, like they have not turned on their coaching staff, or else that would be the idea, and that would be the the sentiment. Um, this is they feel like they let each other down. They're not blaming the coaches for the yell. They're a, hey, we need to get our crap together. This is on us as players. We need to go out and play better. So right. I do think that the the play calling was very boring and lackluster and lacked identity. And I think that overall, the guys were not fired up. Um, this is not Pop Warner football. Um, people right. want to blame the coach for players not being ready to play. Now, if it's schematic, yeah. But if they come out lackluster, the coach can do they they can help, but there's only so much they can do. These are grown millionaires that have their own ideas of what they're going to do. If they're not going to come out fired up, then they're not going to come out fired up. Right. Yeah, I think the biggest thing about this is that this wasn't excluding coaches from this post game talk up. This was just the players led it. The players yeah. wanted to talk to each other and get get right. each other back on track. Um. Some of the other post-game quotes that came out, uh, Staley talking about uh, Rashawn Slater's injury status. Uh, Staley said, Rashawn is an all-pro player. He is one of the best tackles in the game. It's going to be a tough loss for us, but we're going to make sure over the next couple of days that we put good contingencies in place, that we put a group out there that can really play together. 
give us a chance to be the offense that we're capable of being, we're going to have to get to work over the next couple of days in order to get that done. Now, the big thing that speaks to that is <laughs> that luck. Rashawn Slater, as it came out, uh, suffered a ruptured bicep tendon and is basically going to be out the whole season. This was like the craziest news. You know, I saw him at the game walk off his arm by his side like right. like shit. Yeah. You know, right then and there, you're like, okay, he's going to be out a week or two. Then we get the news this morning when you guys text, we know our group thread, we started texting about it. It's like, this is this is catastrophic news. This is yeah. bad, bad news. Because it's, everything it's about as bad he, as you can get. Everything he did was so, like, invisible he was so good that you never had to think about that you never had yeah. to worry about his blind side so now we're back to you know i guess you can say we're back to the rookie year of justin herbert where he didn't have a left tackle um we're back to that you have to worry about it you have to do you know it's not going to be as clean as it's been you know last year so what's that, the that was, best that was five like what is the best five that we could put out there right now Anybody but Storm Norton in that other position. I think Dude, Trey Pipkins goes left tackle. Trey Pipkins, my opinion, Trey Pipkins goes left tackle. Sawyer goes right tackle. I don't think... I, you just bump Sawyer right away? Just get in there. Just f***ing try something. Because everything that Storton... Stor go Storton, be a body out there. Everything that Storton did was terrible. He he, he gave he, up it's a QB pressure on like 38% of his it's, snap. You, yeah. you cannot play in the NFL if you're doing that. Like it was... I know he wasn't ready and got thrown in there cold, but you can't do that. I guarantee you one of these guys that's on the bench can do a better job than that. Well, does it make it less of a toss-up to just bump Filer to left and bring in Sollier at guard? I don't know about Filer, dude. Filer hasn't been playing very well either. Like, that's... I, keep I, Coach said, he came out and said, let's keep consistency. So what's the easiest way to keep consistency? Just bring in somebody else for that position. Keep the, the guards intact. Keep the center. We need Lindsley back. He's going to be our, like, hopefully saving grace for the season. Because with that, when he's not in there, our offense is not very productive. You look at what happened when he left in that the whole second game. The offense goes to crap. Fast. He is so huge. Yeah, so apparently. he needs to come in and then you just need to, you know, if they looked at what Storm Norton did last game, and was like, okay, we're going to roll Storm, Storm Norton. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I, I really don't know what to say. Well, they asked him the question. They said, if uh, tackle Storm Norton will fill in that tackle or if <laughs> well, the team will pieces around beep, 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 beep. along the offensive line. And if uh, Jamari Sellier could slide in at one of the spots, here's what he said. Uh, we're going to look through that over the next couple of days we do have those options that you mentioned uh that's what we're going to try to and determine moving forward is not trying to make too many moves where there is going to be a lot of moving pieces where guys could potentially be doing a lot of new things we're going to try and keep things as consistent as we can what you can bake on is putting the five guys out there that we feel give us the best offensive line to be successful that's going to be our approach over the next couple of days, finding that right combination of five. Free agent? I, uh, you were potential, yeah. The only thing I can think is you blow up that line and get the best five guys on your roster because you can't have Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins on the field at the same time. No. Yeah. So it's like some of these tackles that are now obviously circulating Charger Twitter world, um, they went through and looked at all the available free agent tackles. And there's some guys that have a lot of playing experience. One... 
that has a lot of experience with the Chargers, not actually playing, but being in the organization in Brian Balaga. Like, Iowa. is that a, a a veteran minimum gap stop at the right tackle position? I'm 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 just throwing it out there. Would you rather have Storm Norton? I mean, if Balaga's healthy, that's the been well, he's been sitting on his ass for two and a half unhealthy. years now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I obviously they're free agents for a reason. These guys sure. want to get paid. Sure. They're old. They're not wanting to go to just any team. So they're not like, oh, the Chargers, I need to go be their savior. They still want to get paid. Absolutely. <laughs> so having, Absolutely. I, I just don't know. I, it's going to be hard to imagine us going out and putting that kind of money into a, a free agent stopping, like, uh, okay, tackle. I think they have it. I think they're going to go in-house. They would have done this before yeah. if that was a concern. I think they feel like they have somebody that can step up and do that. And it's definitely not Storm Norton. So they yeah. feel like if you know Storm Norton went down, they have to have somebody behind him feeling like they could do something. And I just am this is gonna be an interesting week to see how that shakes out. It's right. it's just gonna be an interesting week because I have no idea. Word. I have no idea. They're gonna sign somebody, they're gonna shuffle it up and bring Sawyer in. Or are they gonna do so? Who who the hell knows? This is gonna be crazy. Right. Yeah, we've got Sawyer waiting in the wings. There's also Brendan Hymas who hasn't been that, you know. Good had looking. high hopes last year and hasn't we, done nothing. We did, yeah, because of I, he was drafted like three or four, round three or four that but we picked him up. So I, I just want to say, hopes. no matter what happens, no one is replacing Slater. No, no one, different. no Everything one changes. is. It is it is a band aid for the year. No yeah. one is going to be offering what he offered up to this point and what he did last year. What do you think? What do you think this does to the football team as a whole? Like, how much does this affect? I'm not going to put like, how many wins does this cost us? In all honesty, like I would put, it's going to cost us two at least two wins on the year. I think that's comfortable oh, to more. say. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's going to be really tough. You know, you're losing a pro bowler like Rashawn Slater, a guy that has just played. I mean, arguably he's the best left tackle in the league. I mean, I, I yeah. struggle to think of who could be better than him. So to lose somebody yeah. like that, that is that impactful, that helps Herbert play as good as he can. Yeah, it's it's irreplaceable. It, it's really yeah. Like, ha, how do you put Herbert back there with banged up ribs with Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins as your edges? Right. Hey, with a straight hey, face. <laughs> the one the one thing you got to think you got to remember he won Rookie of the Year with our original offensive line. Keep that in mind. Sure. You know, Sam Tevy. He had some guys up there. That, <laughs> What's Sam Tevy up to? These exactly. Guys? Yeah. What's you know he what doing? Mean? I'm not saying that <laughs> this is like he coaching. Just is going to be just a okay, but I will say that like he's 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 very capable. Like in that sense, with the quarterback we have, he is going to evade and make those crazy ass throws that we saw um, last game. You know, ribs or not. So hopefully he just stays healthy. The good thing on this game, he didn't come he didn't come out like any setbacks. He was healthy finishing that game. Right. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens with this offensive. Sam Tevy is a free agent, by the way. I don't think that's the answer. I just said it. That doesn't mean I want it. He's a free every, agent. Kevin every, Kevin said it, claimed best tackle available right now. Brian every Belaga, listener Iowa. is just losing their mind and tearing their hair out right now. Um, let's keep the quotes here going. They talked to Staley about uh, what he thought about the performance of center Will Clapp and tackle Storm Norton yesterday. Staley said, I thought that as a group, we didn't play well enough up front. I think that was clear. I don't look at the individual operation up front. I just don't think that was uh, that we performed well enough as a group. That's really all 
over our football team. But on offense, we just need to play together at a lot higher level, play with more physicality, get into a rhythm. I didn't think that we did that yesterday. I thought at the line of scrimmage that the that that team definitely had the upper hand. We have to do a lot better at the point of attack. We can't run the football. No, we cannot run the football. Austin Eckler has disappeared from the face of the earth. He's yeah. not even in the game a lot. Like I don't. How was Sony Michelle even in there on that drop? Pass I don't understand that. Pick? Yeah, he was in there first and second down. Like he's just get the it. starter right now. Yeah. What's going on with Eck that he's not on the field? I don't know, man. Don't know. I, I wish wish we knew the answer to that. It's just so weird going from an offense that was just so lights out and awesome and exciting to what we and have. We now. didn't lose anything. We were well, supposed to be. 2.0 playbook. Granted, there are some guys that aren't playing right now. You know, we don't have Keenan. We don't have Parham. We don't have Lindsley. We don't have some of these guys that are big deals. Keenan Allen is a big deal. And he hasn't played for us in, in two games. So, well, I just don't know. It's so frustrating to watch. Watching this offense, knowing what we're capable of and seeing what they produced this last game. I'm hoping this is that outlier game that happens to us once a year, and then it's just get that shit out of your system because we we're not having this anymore. Like, that's just not going to work for us. So I hope, but we need to get the running game going, dude. I'm, I can't, I can't, what is happening? They, we can't rush the ball to save our lives. And we're doing these weird pitches and, and the shit, and there's no like hard nose, let's get up, up the middle, you know, kind of football. There's we're not attacking anything. And yeah, I missed had, I wanted to see Kelly that last game and he was barely he barely played. Right. So it was we I was crazy. Yeah, we had less than 30 yards rushing on the day. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm I, I'm not a coach. I and I'm I love football, but I'm not a coach. And I know you can't do that. You need to have more than 30 yards, yards yeah. rushing. It doesn't work. Things aren't going to work that way. <laughs> no. Um, all right. And the last thing here, uh, obviously been a big talk around uh, Twitter and other Charger fans. Uh, Staley on his response to Herbert remaining in the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, he says, it was my decision to put him on the field, but you're talking to your players throughout the game. It definitely was my decision to keep them out there. What I was communicating is the dialogue that took place be before that decision was made. When you're in the fire like that, you're always doing things together. All of the decisions that are made out there on that football field go directly through me, and that's why I'm ultimately responsible. I take full responsibility for it. I've tried to communicate that the best way I can. So it, it, first, came out, it first came out that Justin Herbert wanted to be out there, and if you saw the post-game presser with Justin Herbert, he said, I wanted to be out there. I wanted to be with my players. And So did Booby Miles. You ever see a friend in that life? <laughs> Booby, Booby wanted the ball. Okay. Guess what happened? Give, give Blew his knee. Career was over. Right. In a game, they were up by 40. It, right. Like, okay. So here's the hard thing with Brandon Staley. We are homers and we always give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. My immediate response to this quote is, oh, he trusts his players. He wants, like, he coaches for them. In the back of my mind, what's starting to creep in, little negative Nancy's starting to creep. That's no, saying, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Here's what the, the little guy on this shoulder, this shoulder is like, oh, he just trusts his players. They're best friends. This shoulder is saying he doesn't know what he's doing. He's guessing. He's asking the players and just doing what they say. Do you think, okay, those guys are gone. 
Do you think Bill Belichick goes to anyone on his team and asks if they want to go back into the game? No. He no. says, Tom Brady, you're done. We're down by 40. You're not playing anymore. Right. We're up by we're up by 25 with a minute left. Guess who's taking the snaps? Backup Magoo. You know, it's like now that's what's hard as a fan. Like all these these, like maybe he doesn't have like maybe this like idea of the 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 culture that he's building is maybe not like solidified and what he should be doing and not taking charge in situations that he needs to be. And then he got called out for it. So now in his Monday presser, he's like, I'm just trying to communicate the dialogue. Cause after the game, he was like, Justin wanted to stay in the game. So I let him stay in the game. That's kind of what he communicated. Right. And now he's backtracking a little bit, which I don't know. I'm trying to stay on the, the good shoulder of just supporting Staley. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just getting hard. It's I, I feel like an odd man out in the Charger world. It is It is a small sample size in this respect, though. We're one fucking horrendous game. But that's when you find out how things work. That's sure. how you you know. Like, when things go Test bad, metal, that's when you figure right. out what, what, the, what things are really made of. Right. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if you can take this and be like, he doesn't know what he's doing. I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think part of the the buildup to this, all we talked about for five days, six days, was is Justin Herbert going to play? And oh my God, we should sit him because he needs to get healthy. How do we? What? How do we know where he's at? Where he is personally at, physically? We don't. We don't know how he's feeling. We don't have. He's the not one hundred percent. He's not one hundred percent. But no football player is. So if he was really at the – the problem is we have this dis, uh, predisposition to think that, oh, man, he barely played that game. How do we know that? He could have been ready to go and coach wasn't worried about it, and that was just the narrative floating around it. Do you well, know he, was a game time, he was a game-time decision. Like they had to, He had to go warm up to figure out if he was going to be able to play. Right. No, I get it, but you can line that up to make that seem like have the, the other team prepare, prepare. Who are you going to prepare for? Clearly, it didn't matter because they kicked the shit out of us. But I, I don't. All of all anyone was thinking about leading up to that game was Justin Herbert, which probably said him because he's hurt. But how hurt is he? We we we're going off based on what we saw on that Thursday night game. So, it's just even if he's hundred percent healthy, you're down by twenty eight with five minutes left. Got, it's a you have point. Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins. That's a good point. You don't I'm risk you. the hundred million, four hundred million dollar guy. Don't risk right. the biscuit. I get it. I'm with you. I just, yeah. I'm there's, there was a predisposition to being pissed off immediately because we feel like we have the a full know of what's going on. So, right. Um, I just, you know, got, I think there's, you know, people are going to be pissed, obviously, but the, yeah. there's got to be a little benefit of the doubt in the sense that we don't know what the hell is going on in yeah, that right. locker room. Yeah. I think to, to, to your point, Kyle, as far as the talking about the culture that Staley has instilled, you know, I, as fans, when we watch him talk, it's this, he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. He, he can almost do no wrong. And it almost, when you talked about it, it just made me feel like, you know, any of us that have worked in a retail situation have worked for some managers that are people pleasers and they want to make people happy and they want to say all the right things. And like, no, man, you're the best, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it, it almost feels like it's kind of getting into that territory. Like, well, if Justin Herbert wants to play, I want him to go out there and I want him yeah. to play. I want him to, I want to keep him happy. He's our, he's our main guy. We want to keep him happy. And so it, it does feel like the, 
like the bad guy needs to come out. Like, all right, well, the ones that say yes all the time, we're going to put them out to the side. Now the bad guy is going to come out and he's going to tell you what it needs to do. I'm yeah, who's be our the bad, bad dad? Right. Who's, who's the our bad dad cop? of this? Yeah. Who's, who's the one that's going to be the Uncle, bad cop in all of this? Uncle Staley needs to turn into Papa Staley quick. Right. So whether or not that's the case, again, this is all conjecture it's all we're we're just just, we're we're the outside looking in i'm not saying that that's necessarily the case but when when you explained it that way and hear his responses the way that he's been responding it feels like he just doesn't want to say the wrong thing because he's been saying the right thing all the way up until this point and i hope and i hope i'm wrong i hope that it ends up being a situation of like let's get this turned around let's get this figured out on the next week that's that's all we can really hope for um All right. Well, looking over at the injury report, we just talked about Rashawn Slater and his situation. Um, Brandon Staley also talked about Joey Bosa has a significant groin injury. Uh, If it's it's of the nature of not day to day, it'll probably be week to week. Uh, We'll keep giving you more information as it becomes available in terms of the actual recovery time. Just uh, just IR the guy like he's not going to be back that quick. A groin injury that's week to week. I I just I don't know. It just seems like. He's going to be that guy that stays on the, he's going to be hurt all the way up until, ah, we should have put him on the IR and we could have had another guy on the roster out there playing, you know, it's just what it feels like. So I just, I feel like we tippy toe around the IR so much instead of just being like, let the guy, IR. hopefully we win five out of the six, four out of the six games and he comes back healthy for the, whereas we just tossed JC Jackson in on a Thursday night and now his inflammation is to the point where he can't play 10 days later, you know? So right. it's like, I don't know, just IR the guy. Okay, let's move on. Let's go make a plan for how we're going to get Chris Rump ready to go and Kyle yeah. Vinoy get reps on the outside. Yeah, I think it's probably going to happen. I think, you know, they have the weekend and then as soon as they come back and get together, I think there'll be some announcement on Tuesday or Wednesday regarding that because that's four weeks. You lose him for four weeks. So yeah, if it's the, if it's that severe, the just thing is like I, you just kind of lose track of all of it with all these Pro Bowl injuries we had Sunday. It was just like we had we had eight guys in the top hundred. Five of them are now hurt on our team. Not not playing. playing. Yeah. So you you know what are you going to do with that? Um, and then finally, the other injury that we saw near the end of that game was Jalen Guyton and Tom Pelissaro tweeted out Jalen Guyton suffered a torn ACL on Sunday and is out for the season. That sucks. Which the is, big, yeah. biggest play of that game was mm-hmm. Herbert to Guyton. You know, that, it, his watching him catch deep balls was some of the best stuff that happened last year. Honestly, you know, that, that giants game that was Guyton. So the fact that, you know, this goes to, you know, what, you know, you were saying, Kyle, like, get him out there. Why, like, why are we running the, you know, first stringers trying to come back in a game that is not comebackable? You know what I mean? That's not even a word, but I tried it. I like it. it. We know what you That'll meant. be the title of the episode. Comebackable. Yeah. The comebackable, comebackable story. The comebackable episode. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> You know, it's all hindsight. It's all 2020, you know, after the fact, but shit. Wish he wouldn't have been playing in there and gotten hurt there at the, you know, the last, the last series or whatever it was. So it sucks. It does suck. Um, but what doesn't suck is our website, chargerchat.com. You can go on over there, check out all the awesome stuff we have t shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chagiteers in our member section and ask questions and ask Gold Fam. So go check it out, chargerchats.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang. Well, we don't have a bolt insight. We don't have a fan focus. We just have nobody wanted to talk. <laughs> no one wanted, wanted to talk to, talk to us. us. Actually, worked out. I couldn't. I couldn't get it scheduled with my current situation. So it actually worked out because I feel bad interviewing anybody this week after that yeah. game. So yeah, it's, it's meant to be. So we've got an extra chunky ask bolt fam. Let's just go right in it. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Post All right, gang. Ask both fans. Catch you later. Bad loss. Yeah. Are you guys going to be extra salty? Or are you going to be extra out. sweet? Let's find out. Let's start I'm it guessing off. Salty. <laughs> might be a good maybe combination spicy. of two. Salt Ooh. and vinegar chips. S- my guess. Sweet and sour, maybe. Uh, yeah. Let's start it off with Blonded Surfer. Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. Hey guys. Firstly, I'd like to thank you guys for letting me cop those ticks. Though it sucks your first game being a loss, we enjoyed the all-around experience. Met up with some great Charger Chatteteers, had a blast at Thunder Alley, nothing short of a sick day. No question here, just sending good vibes to our injured players. Also, anyone asking for Staley to be fired? Bro, y'all smoking lava infused with some swamp ass? I'm glad you enjoyed the game, man. I'm yeah, sucks it it played out that way. I know it feels it feels bad selling your tickets to someone and they have to go sit through that. It's like yeah, <laughs> refund or <laughs> yeah. sorry, bad. brother. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Glad glad you were able to still meet up with some other Charger Chatted Tears and have fun at Thunder Alley. That really yeah, is the the cherry on top of and this is charger a experience great way to start as bowl fam because i need this i need this positivity this this yeah happiness. blonded surfer way to come you know i fucking love it dude keep it I up baby. thank you blonded surfer let's move it on to cerberus 21 who asked the question okay everyone let's all just take some deep breaths to relax our minds and calm our spirits I assume Wooldog has chosen the most lovely and comforting voice for this. So for everyone that's listening, please follow along. Big seven-second inhale. Hold it in for three seconds and breathe out. Almost passed out. I I recommend repeating (laughs) as many times as needed until you feel nice and warm. And not have any more feelings of hatred, disgust, or just plain murderous rage. Keep in mind that this is a phenomenal roster that just happens to be very banged up right now. 
You could argue nine out of ten of our best players are hurt right now, and that would drag even the best of teams down. I understand it's rough right now, but I, for one, believe this year is still different. Thank you, CC Gang, for making the good, the bad, the ugly, and even the really <laughs> ugly that might make one of want to rip out their f***ing eyes into a fun and positive experience. Hold out hope, both fam. And remember, the Raiders are the only winless team in the oh. NFL. K, love you, bye. That's the, true. The Raiders, is that is the only thing that is really... And, dude, the Chiefs lost, too, to the Colts. Dude, Everything any given lined up Sunday, for us man. to take to, to just be in such good shape on Sunday. Absolutely. Oh, but here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Say this is the outlier, right? That is a good week to have an outlier if it's the case. The uh, Basically, besides the Broncos, which is a it, not a good team in my opinion, everyone else that we needed to lose lost. It just yeah. so happened we also lost. So just let's just call this a wash week. And then let's find a really good just didn't happen. I'm all right. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Wash it out. Wash it out. All right. Well, there you go. Cerberus21, thank you. for Thank the, you for your positivity. I for the positivity that. and the... Uh, <laughs> the meditation exercises. Yeah, I almost passed out. That was hard. Is that really? Yeah, seven yeah. seconds? Seven seconds is a lot. Seven and second a three-second hold? Yeah. Come on. We're not yogis <laughs> over here at the Charger Chat. Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm like a three-inhale, two-hold, three-exhale type of guy. <sighs> almost lost Kevin again. He's got That's a fun. few more to go. But uh, let's move it on to the next one. We've got Boltville 714. And shout out to Led Halen. You guys asked Certified pretty much the same fresh. question, but I'm going with Boltville 714. No, precious. Why, <laughs> precious? Why? Bosa, Guyton, Slater, Allen, JC, Jackson, Lindsley, Herbert, all hurt in a matter of weeks. What the f? Precious, <laughs> how does this even happen? Witchcraft curses. Filthy hobbitses. What to do now, precious? Does we rely on bench? Does we make money moves and hit the free agency market like scavenging bums desperately looking for four decent cigarette butts? Do we jump off a cliff or drink a gallon of bleach? At least we're not 0-3 like bitch-ass raiders. Still, me sideways. This sucks. Kill of you, bye. Oh, that's so good. Holy Worst Gollum Smeagol voice in the world. Oh, <laughs> no. It was, it really made it work, in my opinion. As long as I make you laugh, that's all that matters. Dude, I, what to I, do? I, I, I don't... needed this so bad. I think like, I was feeling I, so bummed out, and this is making me so happy right now. I feel like we all just need to press pause on any life altering decisions. Yeah. yeah, we needed hard pause, like shut it down for shut a couple, for a week. Scotty, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. So more of a stop, less of a pause, more of a stop. Yes. Yeah. We'll find like, out where we came. See where we were in the movie. We'll we'll come back and find out where we. You know, we're not going to pause it. We're going to come back. Yeah, we'll, no, find we'll it come back. back to this. Okay, you're doing movie terms, not following, but we'll do a comeback at the end. So there you go. Okay. Doesn't know how deep this is. Work. This right now is like the training montage. You know, in the movie when like, oh man, we just got hit hard, and then the cool music starts, and then the training montage, and then in football movies that like they do like ten weeks in a matter of like thirty seconds, and that's what we're about to Let's hit. Let's do right that. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think like that's that. what we're about to hit right now. 
Amen. Like right. any given Sunday when when um, Jamie Foxx starts to figure out how to be a football player. And then it's just like cool music when they're winning games and big hits and boom, you're in the playoffs. I think that's what's about to happen. Or when Rudy's on the practice squad and is on the practice squad for two years Rudy. and finally no. gets pulled up. That's where oh. we're looking for our who's offensive our Rudy? line, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who's our Rudy? Some, all year, somebody on the offensive line. Somebody on the pine coming in, making the big plays. Making the big Who's wins. our Rudy? All right. Boltville 714, Led Halen. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bobby Caldrone and shout out to Bollywood Herbert. Bobby! Bolly! Who asked the question? Twitter is the worst place to be after a blowout, let alone a loss. When they make the playoffs, I want to come back to the receipts after this game. Stay positive. It'll turn around. I'm going to have a pizza. What's your guy's post-loss meal? Okay, love you. Bye. Bolt up. Nice. Post-loss I meal. I had, a, I had a good post-loss series of moments. So <laughs> my wife's an angel. And I was basically, she took my two eldest to go swimming because we have the pool right outside our room. And I had the baby crawling around and, the, you know, my third just hanging out in the room while I'm panicking, having a meltdown. Um, so I, we finished the game. I threw down some Sour Patch gummies, took the, <laughs> took the, the kids to the pool and did the hardest cannonball I've ever done. Oh, just all the aggression out just- of the pool. Get it out. I was so Get pissed. And then I was cleansed for about 20 minutes and felt good like about baptism. everything. Yeah, it was baptism by Cannonball. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cannonball, Cannonball baptism. baptism. Those are the Episode title. Done. <laughs> yeah. All right. What did I you choose have hunger? There, I go on a strike. I go, go on a hunger strike. strike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating till we win again. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Hopefully it's soon. All right. Yeah. Well, Kyle starts fasting. Um, I yeah. dive into three bowls of Fruit Loops with marshmallows and <laughs> just hope the sugar takes the pain away. <laughs> takes me away to a a coma. simple yeah. place. Just take me away. A sleepy place. Yes. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Bobby Caldron and Bollywood Thanks, Herbert. Dude. Thank you guys for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Derwin's Dirty Duck. Certified fresh. That's good. Who I asked like the that. question? Like Long time Georgia fan here from Australia. Love the podcast. Love the Chargers. An early morning today to get up and watch our Chargers get blown out by the Jags right from the start. I just had bad vibes. We just never seemed to be in it or interested. The only thing I'll blame the staff for is playing Herbie. He is our long-term franchise QB and to play him when we are one and one at the start of a long season seems kind of silly. Am I happy? No. Did I enjoy the game? No. Am I still positive about the season? Fucking hell yeah. These, <laughs> these fellas will bounce back. We were missing some absolute key players today. Lindsley is huge. JC Jackson missing. Absolutely massive. Amazing pass blocker and the leader of the line. JC Jackson missing. Missing. Absolutely massive. Then a few other Others going down, including Slater and Bowser. The Bowser loss nullified a lot of our pass rush. We never looked deadly with the D-line today. A couple had flashes, but nothing sustained. But Jays, Kanan being out is such a huge loss. He is just so key as that safety blanket for Herbert when needed. Will be nice to see him back against the Texans making big plays. Just wanted to say, everyone needs to calm down. We will be okay. 
in a few weeks' time when we are all healthy and our offense is firing and our defense is shutting teams down. We won't be worried about the Jags. Anyways, cheer up, bolt up, and get behind the fellas before game four. Oh, and also, family, trust, respect. Oh, wow. I hope you come back because that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Adam. How you doing? Lifted. Uh, I'm good. I'm dude. I'm, I'm excited again for this, this team. I understand, dude, it's bad loss. It hurts. There's no other way to put it. This is the energy that you want to be around. You know, like I go on Twitter and it's just like, God, I hate everyone. I hate the chargers. I hate this (laughs) world. I hate hate my parents. Yeah. I hate hate the guy that gave me my coffee this morning. I hate them all. Everyone. That's what I feel like when I get off of Twitter, but then you come on here and I hear all these people like, I don't know if we've brainwashed some of these listeners that are submitting posts, <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I feel so much more excited to watch Sunday's game now. Just Absolutely. after hearing a couple of other people, not just you two numb nuts, saying like, it's okay, it'll be okay. I've it'll heard that okay. from you guys enough. I need some other people it'll to say okay. it. So it's it feels gonna, good. Be okay. I will say it'll it's going to be okay. Be okay. It yeah, sucks right now, but Sunday okay. we're going to beat the Texans and it's going to be okay after that. Okay, yes. that's good. It'll and I did okay. post on my Twitter, I was like, kind of calling out all the negativity and whining and like, okay, like honestly, why do we come on here and say this stuff? Don't attack me. I'm sorry, but I just don't get it. Like what, what purpose? Stop whining. I think a lot of shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's an element where people like after that game, at least from what I saw people after that game got on after they had a few and were pissed and just let it flow. Like let the, you know, yeah. And I think, I think that's, yeah, and that's that's what some people responded. Like, very clearly, not emotionally charged. Like, when I'm frustrated, I like to know that other people are on the same page. I'm not alone. Sure, and absolutely. That makes sense. Like, get you can, you're, that's part of what it's there for. Go yeah. ahead, talk it out. And then let's move on, right? Like, right. to continue to blow up and say, fire this guy. This guy sucks. I hate this guy. And then just, like, bad-mouthing everything that there is. Chargers is, like, sound kind of like a Raider fan when you're doing this stuff. <laughs> The, yeah. My my biggest issue with the with the calling out of like coaches and stuff like that. Like again, I get it. Like if you're pissed off, it's a cathartic way for you to get on the Twitter, shout at the the void, the darkness. Some people might chirp back at you and say, "Hell yeah, I agree." But when it comes to like we need to fire this guy or this guy needs to go, it feels like you're having like a manager meeting or like a a job meeting at a job that doesn't exist. Like, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like I can go in on Monday and go like, all right, we need to get rid of this guy and this guy, or we need to yeah. make these changes. It's like, what are we doing? Like, I, I like, why is it my responsibility to try to figure out what to do with these coaches? I'm not part of this organization. I'm just a right. fan of the team. So it, it just feels like spinning wheels. And if it's cathartic for you, or if it helps you feel better, shout away, go, you know, go nuts, but shout, shout, shout. Let, Let it all out. out. These are the things I can do without, though. Come on. Negativity. Negativity. Uh, <laughs> but no. Hey, Derwin's Dirty Duck, thank you for thank you. reminding us to and smile. Welcome. Um, let's move on now to House of Pain. Yeah. Who asked the question? I'll say, I'll say, let me say this in the most shamelessly positive way. Oh, we shit the bed, son. We lost Bosa, Slater. I say hats off to the Jags. They were ready and got a hold of the playbook. Super vanilla outside of one drive and one play. I say my question is, 
Why did we blitz so much? K love you bye. Why did we blitz so much, Kyle? Kevin had a response. Go. No, I, I was going to ask you. I mentioned it earlier. Like why we, you know, what, why we couldn't stop this little short passing game thing they did to us all day long. Okay. You got to pick what you want. You either pick that you, you got to choose. Do you want them to be able to dink and dunk you down the field? Or do you want them to be able to throw the deep ball? You have to pick because one way or another, your defense is going to be susceptible. We chose, we're going to bring pressure on Trevor Lawrence and force him to be a consistent pick you apart down the field quarterback, which he hasn't proven to be throughout his NFL career. Or do you sit back in coverage with Joey Bosa down? Now you have a much lesser of a pass rush and let him sit back there. Their offensive line looked good. Like they were picking up stunts. They were, they were, they were engaged. They were connected. They looked really good. So I, I don't know. I, the idea of trying to get a pass rush and it did allow, and I saw Trevor Lawrence a lot of the time, see the blitz coming, go right to it, throwed it through into the vacant zone. He had a really good game. Um, that's just part of what the defensive strategy was. We're going to bring a lot of pressure, force him to dink and dunk and make the right decision over and over and over. Um, and in the first half, I thought we did a really, really good job. Um, I mean, we held them to nothing in the first quarter after going three and out, three and out, pick fumble. Um, and then there they had one drive, one sustained long drive there in the second quarter that was not great, but we had opportunities to shut it down. Like on the touchdown they scored, Asante Samuel just fell on his face instead of cutting the guy off from the the, the sideline and it would have caused a fourth down another field goal. So it's like, there was just some little mistakes. I don't think the idea of us blitzing was, was, a was the reason. And, and I didn't, I didn't all clarity. I didn't watch the game in cause I didn't want to make myself sad. Um, I do remember seeing several times where Kenneth Murray was walked up to the line of scrimmage and we had a, one less defensive lineman in there. So I don't know how many times a, a blitz would be, in my opinion, well, in my head, it's bringing five. So if we're rushing five, if we're still only rushing four, it's not really a blitz because you're still only, you still have seven guys deep. Um, so I think maybe there was a little bit of that too, getting creative with getting D linemen off the field and getting extra backers on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we chose. Force Trevor Lawrence to dink and dunk down the field instead of sitting back, letting him throw the ball downfield and potentially beating you with big plays. Um, and usually that would work if our offense did anything. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, House of Pain. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gretz, who asked the question. It, this was a tough loss on all three phases of the game, man. What are some positive takeaways from yesterday outside of Raiders losing? Certified Fresh, by the way. Welcome, I believe. There you go. Don't have my notes in front of me. I'm in a car. So I don't have my notes in front of me. So I'm going to guess. Oh, that's your excuse for everything. Yeah. I'm in a car. I'm in a car. With an impending hurricane coming. I don't have my notes. I'm in a hurricane. I'm in a hurricane. (laughs) Wah, wah, wah. All right. So Chiefs lost. Chiefs lost. Raiders lost. Raiders lost. Raiders lost. Defense Broncos well. Really bad. Yeah. Um, Herbert threw some deep balls. There really wasn't in much in that game that I was like, wow, that, that was fun. The Jalen Guyton catch was great, but then that but was... now he's out for the season. Nullified with his loss of an ACL. I, I think I think just, like, honestly, like, the toughness of Herbert, man. Him yeah. being able to get in there. He didn't play that well in the beginning. That weird pick that kind of was his fault, but not really to... Uh, um, Sonny Michelle. To Sonny Michelle was weird. He just wasn't right the first two or three series, but then he like kind of found it again. 
but by that point, like where our game plan was to shit and we didn't have, there was nothing else that really could be done. You can only count on him doing long, you know, balls like that a couple times a game, not every series. So I think that was the kind of the bright side of it for me was, was his play. And Kickman made his kicks. Uh, Kickman, he, he's you know, wasn't a ton, but he made them. Could take so, two kicks. Yeah, two kicks, two for two. So yeah, not a ton of positives to take away from the game. What yesterday, did you think Gretz. was a positive? Yeah, you give us some help us. Yeah, help, help me, me help you. Help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gretz, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JP, who asked the question. Is it just me, or does it feel like this offense has taken a step back from last year? Even though this is Herbert's second year in a system and the playbook should be more wide open, the entire team needs to get their shit together. Kill everybody. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I still think there's guys missing that make this offense what it is. Like Keenan Allen, like, you know, one of our other, you know, Asphalt fam said is essential. Um, I think he's huge. And then Lindsley, man, like I, you know, you don't really look at like the play calls, the protection calls and that kind of stuff. When he, when Lindsley's not in there, Filer is not a good guard for us. Like, I, I don't know what, what Lindsley does to, for him, but, uh, Filer's a different player when, when Lindsley's in there. So I think having Lindsley, hopefully he's back this upcoming week. We're going to need him more than ever with a new tackles. So I'm hoping that that changes and then we get, you know, let's get Keenan back. Let's get Parham back and let's see what, what kind of dynamics that changes. Probably Bandy time now that we lost uh, Guyton. So yeah, Bandy's Bandy a quick, quick in. guy. So all everyone in the preseason that was like Bandy time, um, you're probably going to get, get it now. Probably. Um, yeah, it just, it just doesn't feel like they're, they've been able to click quite just yet. I mean, the first game, we definitely saw some connections. Obviously, they scored enough to, to beat the Raiders. Um, and we were damn close in that Kansas City game, but this last game definitely couldn't find a rhythm, whether that's due to Herbert's ribs, you know, not being able to quite click or the running game not being able to get going. It's hard to say. Um, but yeah, I mean the running game especially, that is just really the biggest that's been like, consistent the first that few has weeks. Just been absolutely consistent and glaring that yeah. we can't get this run game going. So Hard to say, JP, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Murder on My Street. Creepy. So fresh. Who asked the question? We are probably too late, but here's our question. Injuries withstanding, what is happening in this second half? For three games now, <laughs> it appears we are only playing two quarters of football offensively. Jenny indeed. <laughs> um yeah that's good it, that's a good like i don't i don't know it does seem like the second half we just kind of go to hell it, it feels yeah i i mean in the years of having rivers as our quarterback it almost it, it, we felt like we were strong finishers it felt like yeah. the second half like even if we were down we'd find a way to come back and, and squeak out a win or so or at least be competitive um yeah it feels like lately the second half we either get too soft or we're trying to we're playing on our back foot or something like that i don't know i don't know what the reason is behind it um yeah i don't know what's happening but it does seem like the second half of every game has been pretty piss poor yeah every game so far honestly if you look back at it like the raider game they let them kind of crawl back into that a little bit Mm -hmm. they did they did you know slam the door on that shit which was great but you know the last two games not not great second half so yeah hopefully whatever that is if that's play calling 
if that's i don't know what it is honestly hopefully whatever it is they well the first two games it was playing with the lead seemed to put us in a, i don't know what play to call right but we were definitely not playing with the lead on sunday and that yeah. still was an issue it's mistakes mistakes Sleepy Mistakes. Kev. Sorry, I so long. My apologies. It's no, been a long don't day be sorry. It's Kev. almost twelve o'clock over there. <laughs> right. So there you go. Murder on my street. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Scotty B sixty three. Scotty, who asked the question? That was a disappointing loss. Reminded me of the Texans game last year. Should Chase Daniel have played this week and? Should the offensive play calling by Coach Lombardi be seriously questioned now? Well, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Should Chase Daniel have been the quarterback for that game? Obviously, yeah. Feels if I knew like we were going to yeah. get smoked by 28 points, I would right. rather have Chase Daniel in there because right. then Justin doesn't get hurt or whatever. But Exactly. We, were t- we went into that game thinking if Justin plays, this is a dub. So, yeah, I would have. I wanted him to play for sure. Like I right. would have given him the ball if he said, yeah, I can go. All right, let's go. Yeah. And should Coach Lombardi's play calling be seriously questioned? What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just every everyone's play calling should always be questioned. Like, you should be challenging it. He himself, he goes back and scouts his own play calling. Right. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like we have an identity right now of what we are as a team. Yeah. Feels that way, at least in three. And I mean, granted, we're three games into a season. Yeah, it's you would short, think that but... if there was something to feel, we would feel it by now. As far as like you're saying, an identity. Um, but I mean, it, it, and it's also hard to say with a team that gets this banged up this early on in the season. Um, there's a lot of football left. There's, there's a lot of football, football left, and there's still you know a pinch of time to figure out what this is and how we're going to be good at it. Um, they just need to start winning. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that and start figuring it out, we gotta like eke through a couple of these games to get wins, not decisively fully figured out, but we need to start winning. It needs yeah. to happen now. We gotta be two and two after this next game. Yeah. And that would that would be the hope. Um, Scotty, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Pokemaniac Kev and shout out to uh Matt. Macklin, you sob certified fresh. Yes, who asked the question? Well, I was sipping a cold cup of coffee this morning at eight twenty-one. I should have known that was a terrible start to the day. Then I guess a fly landed in my coffee, and I choked on that for a few minutes. Two hours later, the dreaded news drops: Slater will miss the season. Arguably the best left tackle in football. Our personal best O-lineman in over 10 years. God, this will be the 2020 Chargers all over again with Herbert and his ribs running for dear life. I would even consider sitting him for a month or two, potentially the entire season with how terrible this O-line will be. We're lucky it's just a coastal rib cartilage injury, but it could definitely worsen and even puncture vital organs. Not worth the risk. I can't do this, bull fam. I might as well quit my job, pack on 150 pounds, and sign up to protect Herbert myself. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's time to choke on flies again. <laughs> All right, well, for those that wondered, 
Pokemaniac have asked for a severely depressed guy with marshmallows in his cheese. So <laughs> there you go. Solid. Chubby Bunny. <clears throat> Chubby Bunny. <laughs> um, it's sad. Don't it be is. that sad. Don't, don't be that sad. Don't, don't be, be sad. choking on flies. It's yeah. Not, it's not healthy. I don't know if we want to bench him for a whole season. I still think we can find it's a good a, challenge. A right? lineup. Yeah. Football was getting too easy for Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a good a challenge. challenge. <laughs> keep him keep him excited about the game, you know? Yeah, That's true. He's the kind of guy like Andrew Luck, where it's like, oh, I'm bored. This is too easy. I'm gonna go make a bunch of money doing something with my brain. We don't want that. <laughs> no brain. Nobody wants keep that. Keep him engaged. <laughs> yeah, keep him engaged. <laughs> this is uh, this is our GM's way of spicing things up for yeah. Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah. Keep him engaged. I love it. Well, there you go. Pokemaniac Kev and Macklin USOB, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Humboldt County fan. Who asked the question? Hey, yo, how are y'all doing, Bolt fam? So, like, that offensive line didn't look so hot in the second half of that Queefs game the other day, you know? Like, uh, even Filer looked like he was chasing, like, uh, one of them chickens around or something, trying to, you know, block Chris Jones, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was wondering what y'all thought about, like, maybe getting that Jamari Salia kid, you know, some reps to center if Lindsley can't play this week. Could be big. Oh, hey, yo, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, you know, getting a little punchy in my old age or something. So, like, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to, like, take up too much of your time or anything, but, you know, if I could just uh, say one more thing, I'd appreciate it. So, like, uh, yo, them Raiders. Okay, love you, bye. Even Rocky uh, had a montage, am I right? That's right. Jamari Salyer, though, seems to be like, hey, man, let's... I saw I saw some stat where he was like the... He played tackle um, his last year of college, and he gave up one pressure the whole season. That's so, that's and that's, that's against high talent. Granted, it's not NFL players. I don't know if Storm Norton's ever done that before. Ever in his entire career. So it's possible. Give it a whirl, you know, give it a try. Let's see. Let's spin. see. Let's just, let's take this. Let's take this car for a ride. Well, you know, let's, you know, you don't have to pay for it. We'll rent it. We'll just check it out. Um, and then if you want to commit to it later, commit to it later. No, no down payment, 0% financing. <laughs> Sawyer feels like the high miss of last year, right? It's like we draft him and we're all excited about him. You hear these great things about him. And then he just never plays. Right. And I feel like we're putting all of our eggs into the Jamari Sawyer being an all pro, even though he was drafted in the sixth round for some reason. Right. Uh, I'm just not, I, I hope that happens. I just, I don't know. I don't think Jamari Sawyer, especially tossing him in at center and hoping for the best at a new position. I think if he plays, it's because a guard spot opens up um, because they bump Filer out. I think that's the only way that you see Jamari Sawyer. In yeah. Which I mean, I'd try it. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that we've gotten to the point where we're like, Pipkins is the guy. <laughs> yeah, we're not worried about Pipkins at all. Pipkins right? is not a name that's been uttered from anybody. Pipkins other than like, is... he's been doing pretty good, actually. And the idea that like, yeah, we'll put him in left tackle. Like, I'm still <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Why, who's excited about this? I'm not. Yeah. What I'm multiverse not if we ended up in? Yeah, what is this <laughs> crazy on, Kevin. multiverse? Yeah. I'm just saying, I want to say it out loud. Maybe we've had him at the wrong tackle this whole time. Maybe. Maybe he's a natural-born left, left tackle. tackle. Left tackle. I feel like he's played at left tackle 
at least once or twice. Adam, come on. I'm just saying. Maybe. He we'll has see. for sure, but we'll see. <laughs> my guess, if I put money on it right now, he's our starting left tackle the rest of the season. All right. Well, there and you then go. who's that right? Oh, we'll you said Sollier. I said Sollier. I say give that, give him a try. I don't think Filer kicking out is any consistency, like Coach said in that quote. So, well, Pipkins the left is and a whole nother inconsistency. <laughs> sure, Humboldt <laughs> County fan, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Moving on now to Z the King one and shout out to Cock Diesel. <laughs> yes. Who asked shout the question? Out. Shout out to you, dude. Or <laughs> gal. Who asked yeah. the question? So today was brutal. His longtime Charger fans know the injuries could completely ruin his season. That being said, I haven't seen any word on the severity of most of the injuries from today yet. If there is some way we could still get right by the end of the year. What are some realistic ways you all think we could improve the team in season, be it coaching change, coordinated change, trade for a player, and pick up someone currently unsigned, et cetera? All right. Well, what can we do? I think right now it's just the offensive line is what you got to worry about, what you got to look at. Yeah, it's, Rashawn Slater has us crap in our pants right now. It's right. concerning. It really is. And no one's going to live up to him. So you, you're coming to, like, what is the best worst-case scenario? For his replacement. That's yeah. where we're at. I don't think they're going to go out and get anyone. Like, who's available? Like, Fisher. There's some of these guys that are available that have like are injury prone, and there's a reason why they haven't been picked up. So, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think there's going to be a lot of free agency going on there. I just, we need to get the rest of our team healthy. Like, we need to get Bosa back. We're going to be like four weeks away from that, probably. We need to get all these guys back. We need JC back. We need everyone. Someone, a semblance of health to keep those guys together. And then we'll, we'll still be a dangerous team and we need to just get by and win some games until we can get everyone full strength and then come to terms with the fact that our offensive lines can be different. I think yeah. the sooner we can do that, the better. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Z the King one and cock diesel. Thank you guys for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Friar bolt DHBC and shout out to OM run and Samuel J Frieden. You guys all pretty fresh. much asked the same question. I'm going to go with Friar Bolt, who asked the question. Oh boy, that was a tough one to watch. In what world does it make sense to keep your starting QB in when you're losing by 28? Coach has a duty to protect the player from himself at times. Do you guys still believe in this coaching staff to help us overcome these injuries? <laughs> uh. I'm not I'm not ready to fire anyone yet, I think is my answer. I'm I'm still very much a Staley Homer. Um I'm not mad at Lombardi yet. I think he doesn't have all the weapons. I don't think the they coached very well that last game, and I'm praying to God it's an outlier. That's really where I'm at with that one. I want to just get this this last game out of my brain. And hopefully learning from the from the backlash of keeping Herbert in so late in the game and in a in an yeah. unwinnable game at, at that point hopefully that just becomes like okay obviously you guys f***ed up let's not do that again yeah on to the next yeah. game the other thing is like this is real quick uh, side yeah. point is yeah we hired brandon staley knowing that he had very minimal head coach experience right you know you're yes. gonna have bumps and bruises and we are paying for it right now but you're paying for it so that in the future he's that coach that you can have for 40 years like bill belichick he's right. not going to come in and kill it from day one that's just unrealistic expectations 
So right now, we're these crappy losses that we're experiencing, see it as an investment in the future coach that we're going to have on our team. Not, he sucks. He had a bad game. Let's fire him. And then he's going to go on to be a good coach somewhere else. These right. are really sucky, hard to swallow pills that hopefully will turn him into the coach that we need him to be to win multiple Super Bowls in the future. That's yeah. the way I'm seeing it. Like, I'm done with the coaching turnover. We... I'm done with that. Enough of that shit. I, enough, dude. Like our coaches have sucked since Marty Schottenheimer, and we just keep turning them over and over and over. I just let's commit to a guy and let's let him get better until he becomes the guy that doesn't know how to call timeouts and is a dick to his players and nobody believes in him. But that's not what we have right now. No, right. not yet. So there you go, Friar Bolt, DHBC, OM Run, and Samuel J. Frieden. Thank you guys for asking. Go the pods. Go pods. Uh, let's move it on now to the broads. You know which ones. The brisket broads. <laughs> Who asked the question? Guys, Sunday was rough, but Mary and I came to a valuable realization. We weren't at the Chiefs game and the Chargers lost. And you guys weren't at this game on Sunday and we lost. So it seems like for the good of the team, we have to all be in attendance at every game for the rest of the season. Uh, Inform your loved ones and take out a second mortgage because we got to get this done. Okay, now we'll ask something silly to lighten the mood, even though we feel like crying. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, second string or, or, or third string player are you looking forward to? To see shine in these unfortunate circumstances now, Mr. Gower? <laughs> Bolt up and Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Clarence, I won't live again. All right. Second string or third string player. By the way, thank you, Broads, for. Yeah, I w I, I, if I could, I would, because I didn't have fun watching it on TV at all. <laughs> yeah. Way more fun to watch in person. Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Chris <laughs> yeah. Rump. <play>. Yep. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Chris Rump. I thought he shined in the preseason. Um, and now with Joey Bosa going down, I think he's gonna get a lot of reps. Oh, yeah. Um, step up. I'm 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 pulling for Chris Rump to step up and have some make some big plays. Um Calvin always not a third stringer, but he is a backup on the edge. Uh it'll be interesting to see what they do with him working him in as an edge rusher as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Edge rush got real thin real quick. Jamal Davis cut now looks even worse. Not even putting him on the practice squad. Right. He's back up in Canada. So, yeah, I don't know. The edge rush got that room got thin quick. So we'll see. We'll see how all that shakes out. I'm excited to see Chris Trump, though. Yeah. I'm excited he's going to get the opportunity. Um, I'm excited to see Bandy. You know, every I think a lot of people that saw the flashes in the in the preseason were anxious to see him make the team, and thankfully he made it on the practice squad and. Now's an opportunity for him to catch some balls from Justin Herbert and not Easton Stick and Chase Daniels. So um, that could turn into something pretty exciting. Fingers crossed it turns out to be that way. But uh, yeah, any any other guys from you, Kev? Yeah, I think I think I believe I'm saying this, but Trey Pipkin's a left tackle. Because <laughs> in my mind, he's a second, third string player. So oh man, I I I hope he's I hope he's fucking good. I hope it works. I hope he kills it. Pro Bowl. It's amazing. And yeah. now it's not like a, I hope it works. Like, I really is better work. Um, we put a lot of chips in that Pipkins basket. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have. don't need no pumpkins out of you, Pipkins. Okay, nope. let's be a real Pipkins the rest of the season at left tackle. I'm counting That's, on you, pal. It's not Halloween you. time yet, there, Pumpkins. So I want to... a Pro Bowl <laughs> nod for you. Pipkins, okay. We want that's the you. that's the expectation I have for you now. So go out there and you Do kick some us. ass and you take some names and chew bubble gum and kick ass. All right, there you go. The broads. You go. Thank you for asking the question. The Let's move it on now to CBT expert five twenty one, who asked the question. Is everybody fresh? No. Is there any shot we bounce back? Against the Texans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hell yes. There's always a shot. This team We're can win it. any of these games they have coming up. It's just a question of they come ready to win. We have one bad game and now we have no chance against the yeah. Texans. If yeah. the Colts can on, get guys. beat the snot out of by Jacksonville one and then, week and then yeah. beat the Chiefs, the, Chiefs, the, the NFL next week? is crazy. Is the NFL crazy or are the Jaguars good? They might be good. They might be pretty good. Their defense was pretty annoying. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. They might be just pretty good football team. But the point is, can we bounce back? Absolutely. Yes. Can we? We will. Will we? Will we? We will. <laughs> CBT expert. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Leo. Leo. Who asked the question? Thou bloody body village. Remorseless, treacherous, lecherous, kindless jags. Well, I might say it. I am quite utterly fell at the outcome of this game. It is very frustrating to know with. We hasn't such a most wondrous team, but can't seem it to overcome the same narrative of injuries to key players and very conservative play calling it. I was just in <laughs> attendance to witness this vile performance. Tast meaneth me so sick I hasn't been able to drink with mine own tea and crumpets since I had left SoFi Stadium. Moving on, on a positive noteth, what art thy guy's favorite wooldog impressions to this day? Any impersonations yon fans haven't half asked for yet, yon these wanteth to give it the trieth. Anyways, I has to go now. Kay, I loveth thee. And f those pirate oars. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to say medieval wooldog is my new one of my <laughs> new good, top yeah. voices. Yeah. Holy shit. Medieval wooldog. I mean, I. I I'm a big fan of the Dick Vitale one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Dick Vitale in a while. That one's really good. Yeah. Honestly, Samuel Jackson is really good too. It it honestly has a lot to do with the script. When you guys write yeah. awesome scripts with voices like you just did, Leo, that is what really brings the character <laughs> to life. If I tried all, to do that script as Samuel L. Jackson, right. it might be funny, but I don't know that it would be very good. So yeah. Um yeah, those are. I love. Are I it's my favorite part. I don't have any. I don't have like a favorite. What's well, there's the Tropic Thunder one. What's his name? The um. Oh um. The the Robert Downey Jr. character. Robert Downey think. Jr. character. Yes, yeah. so Cyrus. Is it Cyrus? Yeah, I think that's the name of the Osiris. Maybe Osiris. Yeah. I, it's been oh, so right. long. It's normally Defense Huge that writes scripts for that character. And I haven't seen, I haven't heard from you in a while, Defense Huge. Need to come back. Please. Baby, Kirk come Lazarus. Back. Kirk, Kirk Lazarus. Kirk Lazarus. Thank you. Thank you. What did I say? That's him. You said Osiris. Close. Osiris. Yeah. No cigar. That's all right. 
Leo, okay. thank you. Shake it off. Kind of yeah, like the shake it off. Let's move it on to the next week. Uh, let's move it on now to Pink Unicorn, who asked the question. In an effort to keep this positive, I'll ask a non-football question. Kevin, to get your pregame Cali burrito, do you have to make your own? Did you find a place that has them or have to give a taco shop a Starbucks-style order? Just asking because our SoCal residents are notorious snobs about our burritos. Can't love you, bye. I've, I am a super snob when it comes to California burritos. And I'm in Missouri, and I found a place. It's good. Very good California yeah. burrito. Kyle's Ab- Adam. Abelardo's. I think well, I had their breakfast burrito and it was bomb too. Yeah. yeah. It's like it was like legit me- like Mexican, yeah. like San Diego yeah. Mexican vibes. So yeah. it's not Tex Mex at all. No, it's not Taco Bell, you know, on steroids. It's no, like no, proper no. Mexican food. So yeah. I, I don't I don't make them myself. I'm not good enough to make those <laughs> myself. Don't know how to properly but wrap is, a burrito. Is Cali California burrito on the menu or do you have to say carne asada with french fries? It's on the menu. It is oh, on the menu. California burrito. Yeah. No, no pico, extra guac. There you go. Sign me up. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't have it last week because my family took me away from that place. Mm. So my apologies. I mm. I lost that game for us. We'll get back on track. Are you still going to be there for the Texans game? Yeah. How are we going to res- start yelling? I'll get it. I'll All right. Get if you, it. If you're I'll in, get it. You get it. No, but I need to get it. If anybody in Orlando has a recommendation for a California burrito. Put it in the comments. Genuine. Get it to me. Uh, this is this is essential. This is yeah. necessary. This needs to happen, okay? You want to know Need if we're going to bounce back? We'll, I'll we'll be find out right we here do in the it. comments. Yeah. Obviously, I can I can handle this. You just need to get me the right burrito. <laughs> Kevin, woke up. Folks. Kevin woke up with the burrito talk. I got, I got hungry. I got <laughs> All you right. hear the car turn on while we're recording right now? <laughs> yes, what can I get for you? Let's go. I'm going to do the rest of it driving. And, and my camera's attached to my steering wheel, by the way. So this is a... All right. Pink Unicorn, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ethan Radish. And shout out to Hangry Seth. Certified Fresh, first of all. a question. Maybe. As we know by now, our run game is non-existent, so much so that our offense is completely one-dimensional. What do you guys think is the cause of this? Lack of run game coordinator? Eckler and Michelle aging? Not playing Spiller? Play calls? O-line injuries? I personally think it can be any of these. What about you? Horvath, answer. Bring him in. He starts rushing the ball. Right up the middle, right in the face, or he's the lead blocker. Just bring in Horvath. Problem solved. Give me Xander. Right. Get the Xander up. <laughs> Get your Xander up. <laughs> um, I think, I, I don't know. It feels a little bit like, uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like all of those things. I think part of it's play calling. Right. Against the Raiders, we ran when we were supposed to run. Um, O-line injuries, obviously Corey Lindsley goes down. You're going to have trouble running the ball because he's the centers are part of every running play, whether you're left or right. So Will Clapp right. being in there does not help in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, and, and then not there's the running back substitution seems so disjointed and guess it seems like guesswork. Who's right. in when? It doesn't it doesn't seem like a certain guys in on certain situations. Um, I mean, I how many carries does Eckler even have? I know he doesn't have a lot of yardage, but like. 
he has minimal touches as far as rushing. I rushing mean, he only does. had like 50% snaps on, on that last game. I know you're trying to keep him healthy and keep him, you know, for the long term. Yeah. You need to share the load, but maybe give him the ball a little bit to get him he rolling because there's nothing right now. He needs to start every series on the field and then spot him as needed. Sony right. Michelle shouldn't be starting a series. He's obviously had a couple plays off if the defense was on the field, right? So mm-hmm. I don't understand how he doesn't start every series on the field. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, none of it is really making sense right now as far as our rushing game. I think it's a little bit of a perfect storm of all those things combined. Right. All right. Well, there you go. Ethan Radish and Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Gavin Gibson, Gavin. who asked the question. That game sucked, but there is nothing we can do about it. We need to concentrate on next week against the Texans. We have a lot of players injured that are key pieces in our offense and defense. It's time for the other players to step up and take control. We have to rally behind our team and support every person on that field and on that sideline. All the negativity on Twitter is making the situation worse. We need to shrug it off and move our focus to the next game. We can't change what happened. We need to remember to stay bolted and show our support to our team. Rant over. My question (laughs) is, since the NFL is coming to London this week, if the Chargers came over next year to play in London, would the Charger Chap boys make the flight over to watch the game here? As always, Bolt the F up. K love your boss. Oh, that would be so sick. I've never been, I mean, I've never been to Europe before. I've never been to England. That would be, that would be incredible. I, that I would be amazing. Down. Yeah. It's one of my, London is one of my favorite places to go. I travel a lot overseas for work and it's one of my favorite places to go. So I, if, I think the only way it would really work is if I had like a job over there and then I hop on some train and get my ass over to London or something. Um, I can't, I guess you can't take a train there yeah something like that um a plane probably uh, a yeah. plane perhaps hang gliding but yeah I'd, I'd love to go see a game at o2 that would be insane yeah yeah going yeah. would be amazing and if we could find a way to make it work obviously we would try to that make it so work. much fun one it's, uh, massive away game like that we just it, sell all of our season tickets and go to that game one game yeah <laughs> That's how we have to do it. It is pretty pie in the sky, but uh, you'd be on the first bucket. call. You'd oh, be yeah. our first call. Yeah, oh, we'd be like, Gavin, uh, can we stay here? We crash. All right. Well, there you go, Gavin. Thank you for Thanks, asking brother. the question. Thanks for the positivity, too. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite, Jeebs. The D is Island. Who asked the question? Well, 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 me boys. We really shot the bucket this week, didn't we? F***ing hell. I was f***ing confused about the damn near everything today. It seemed like our quarters were given just f***ing cushion for days, mate. F***ing f- I wanted to kick someone in their wee bit ball bag, mate. Bloody f***ing hell. Speaking of wee ball bag, mate, what the bloody f***ing hell was Lombardi doing today, huh? Okay, I'm not even going to get into the f***ing zebras, but f***ing shite. They were blind out there. At least to the Jags shit. Coach, if I was wrong about the bloody cushion, shed some light on it, please. Okay, I'm done with the fucking negativity. What bloody fucking shape is it positive, right? It's only week three. One and two sucks big 
fucking ball bags, but hell, we're just getting started. We do have an injury report longer than me fucking pecker, but hey, <laughs> we got no choice but to keep faith. This has to be our wake-up game. This may be exactly what we needed to spark this team. I've seen a lot of hate posts about Staley not addressing the team after the game, but I think player-led meetings may be better. Holding each other accountable is a good thing. Fuck, at least the Raiders and the Chiefs lost. Fucking donkeys pulled out one out their ass. It's all right, though. The bolts are fucking coming. So question for you fuckers. Who are we <laughs> signing for left tackle? Because holy fucking shite, that was god-awful. Oh, yeah. And fuck the Raiders. Kay, love you, boy. Oh, Jeeves. Oh, Jeeves. Always <sighs> nice. Uh, okay, I know you guys don't like this answer. Part of me wants some Brian Balaga redemption. I just... like I remember being so excited about that signing, and he had no opportunity to do anything for us because he was hurt. I, like, signing him to a league minimum one-year deal, he already knows the system... That's a pretty seamless intro into the team. He knows the guys in the locker room. And it's an uh, it has to be an upgrade from Storm Norton. I it has to be. Listen, I mean, we were we are what, what's the worst that happens? He gets hurt and we're back in the same situation that we're in right now. Right. I mean, we were we had feelings about Trey Pipkins to the point that we were just like, well, fuck, if it's gonna be <laughs> I guess it's him. I guess we don't have yeah. a choice in the matter. And he's come out, and he has been serviceable, which is all we've ever asked him to be. Why Brian Belaga can't be that guy as well? Why are we talking about Brian Belaga? There's no way he's coming. He are you, would you rather talk about Storm Norton? Buddy, you want Jamari Sawyer at right I tackle? I would. But if we had okay. to bring somebody in, if you had to bring somebody in. I'd probably bring in Eric Fisher as a real left tackle and keep keep him there. Keep keep Pipkins over there. Like, bring that's fine. In, like, that's a, that's a fine answer. There's a reason why these guys aren't on a roster, though, is my point. Like, I don't know if you're going to bring in somebody that's going to be an upgrade. That's better than Storm Norton? I already have a plan. And Your plan is shit. I'm sorry. It's really dog shit. You're wanting to start a rookie that's only played it's guard in our team. Of the you want to stick him out at right tackle. You want to take Trey Pipkins, who we didn't like at the beginning of the season, and put him at left tackle. Your plan sucks. Hey, at least I have one. No, you yeah. don't. Your plan is Brian <laughs> Bulaga, Iowa. Uh, right. uh. We'll see what happens. All right. I said well, part of me no wants to see his Iowa way will that happen. It, if it could be, if it could, if it could be a guaranteed redemption, I'm all for it. It's, it's just, it's hard dude. to say. This yeah, is, it's Hollywood. We're writing maybe. our movie right now. We're in the, I already told you, the music's playing. What we're if Bulaga like, could be our Rudy? Yeah. Blog, blog, blog. Lindsley might be pretty pumped on that because they were good friends. That's the reason why Lindsley. That's came. why. What he if came. he plays better because of Lindsley? What if? I like it. <laughs> All right, we turned him around, Jeeves. <laughs> we did it. All right, Jeeves. Thank you for asking the question, and thank you everybody for asking questions here in this chunky Ask Bolt fam. It is. I mean, I, I can't believe how many questions we get. Uh, to the point it. that we have to basically like shout out everybody else because everybody's just always asking us questions. We we love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Always guys. asking these questions and keeping this keeping this podcast alive for Pete's sake. Um, <laughs> if we wouldn't come. I wouldn't have come on tonight. It, it would have been tough. Like, yeah, we, I mean, 
<laughs> we have 20 ask bolt 20 plus ask bolt fans okay yeah. we're gonna do this we're gonna suck it up and get on here we're gonna I almost, go for you i almost bailed i was like guys i'm really tired <laughs> and then i started thinking about it. i'm like i need to talk to them like i need yeah. to talk through this because like i'm gonna go to sleep waking up feeling like shit now i'm yeah. gonna wake up feeling pretty good tired. to hang out with you guys you're gonna tired. be tired but extra, you're gonna feel better extra tired but i'll feel better there yeah. you go okay, all good. right well that's pretty much gonna do it for us here at charge of chat folks any final thoughts there gentlemen uh, I'll see you Thursday uh, when we record in my car is when this hurricane's supposed to hit my area. So Sweet. fabulous. Should be fun. Should <laughs> be, be some, spicy. Should be some effects. Spooky on. season. <laughs> yeah. Very spooky s- season. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Do you suffer from the Sunday blues? Are Sundays the days that you feel at your lowest? Are you a Chargers fan? Then you might be a candidate for the latest in pharmaceutical discoveries, At Least We. At Least We helps remind you that At Least We beat the Raiders. And At Least We aren't the only 0-3 team in the NFL. So ask your doctor today if you're a candidate for at least we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.